You're listening to the Two Biz Chicks podcast. Each week, the hosts Linda Rawson and Jennifer Raymond entertain you with real life stories that are guaranteed to empower, enrich, and enlighten. The Two Biz Chicks are the CEO and Vice President of a successful business, Dinah Grace Enterprises. Now, let's get to the show with Two Biz Chicks, Linda and Jennifer. Hi, I'm Linda Rawson. And I'm Jennifer Raymond. And, and we are our two, two biz chicks. <laughs> We're still getting that down. But today we have the honor of interviewing uh, a woman who's made incredible transition. And she has influenced so many people already. And her energy is just amazing. And we wanted to have her on our show because she lives in our community and we think she's incredible. And with that, we're going to introduce Jan Castro. Hi, I'm Jan Castro, and I'm a shamanic and energy holistic healer. I'm also a rune reading counselor, and I come from a long background of practicing medicine in the Western model. And I have worked as a physician assistant for over 25 years and I was able to retire a few years ago and just concentrate on this kind of healing. That's fantastic. And um, what do you find that's super different about those two environments? So the, the Western medical model is based on a very linear um, um, algorithm and you follow certain pathways and that's the way it goes. And it is, let's, let's decide what the illness is and let's give it a treatment. And the treatment is usually something that is an external treatment, an antibiotic or a medicine, something to, um, to have the person take from without. And shamanic healing is more about going within. And shamanic healing is all about um, recognizing that all illnesses or traumas have a spiritual component to them and, and and that we need to heal those on an internal and a non-physical way in order to reach the subconscious where that that memory is and that's where it needs to be healed so because of that what was your journey how how did you decide to go from western to eastern so um all all my life and really all along, I have um, practiced a, a form of shamanic healing. I just really didn't know what it was called or how I was doing it or why I was doing it. Um, but one day I was seeing a, a little girl and her grandmother brought her in. And after, the, after I was done treating the little girl, um, my schedule was pretty light. I wasn't in a hurry and I had not met the grandmother before and she asked me, she said, what are you? And I said, well, what, what do you mean? And she said, what, you know, what's your background? Are you a shamanic healer? And I said, I said, no, I, I, you know, I don't really know what my ethnic background is exactly. Um, but I'm, I've always been interested and I've always used other types of healing um, with my patients. And she said, well, I need to tell you that you are a shamanic healer and that if you haven't pursued this path, you need to pursue it. 
And so we talked for, and chatted for a little while, and I really wish that I could contact her again and um, let her know that she put me on this formal path. And, and as I started to study about shamanism, I recognized the things that I had already been doing. And I started practicing um, and recognizing that, that I could do this. And from there, I saw a shamanic healer in Hawaii and um, ended up um, doing an, uh, a year-long apprenticeship and really studying um, the ways of shamanism and the shamanic path. And I just want to say right here that shaman is a word that has been taken from um, Tibet, and that's what they call their healers and their medicine men uh, and women in Tibet. But it has sort of been co-opted, kind of like the way we use Kleenex for tissue. And, and so it's, it's, uh, it's not a, um, it's more a term just to designate this type of healing. So I don't know about you listeners, but just her journey causes the hair on my arms to like raise. I mean, it's so awesome that she, she, ha you know, it wasn't really sure of her calling and someone came in and said, no, this is what you should be. And who knows how that woman got the message to her. It, it's all, it's all amazing how that happens. And so what have been some of the hardships in your journey? Um, I think that <clears throat> the, the number one hardship is just um, probably outsiders or family members or uh, my peers um, thinking that I was doing something very strange and not even just strange, but evil. And um, the education that I've had to give to my family and friends and, and some of my coworkers and um, peers has probably been the most difficult part. Um, also, just um, getting the word out because a lot of people come to me, but they do not want anyone to know that they came. And so they're not giving me any word of mouth. And, and so that's probably been one of the most difficult things that, that I've encountered because for me, it was so natural. And, you know, I was grown, I grew up in a very religious home and, um, and spiritual ways were part of my life. Um, and to me, this has shamanism, has, shamanic healing has no conflict with anyone's personal faith system whatever they believe or don't believe. Um, it is not a religion. It's not a path to enlightenment. I don't use any drugs. Um, I don't tell you to don't, I don't tell you to go, to not go to your um, Western practitioner. Um, so it is a way of healing from the inside out. It is a way that I can assist you to self heal. Okay. Um, do you want to break us down on one of your sessions? Kind of, you know, give the listeners something that, you know, can make them more comfortable to come to you. Okay. So most of us have had some traumatic experience in our life. Maybe we've lost a loved one. Um, maybe we have inner conflicts where we don't feel like we deserve to be successful. We feel like we're lost in a crowd. We um, 
are terrified of making a mistake. And when we make a mistake, we can't forgive ourselves. And so as we um, start recognizing that these are affecting the patterns that we constantly repeat over and over and the self-sabotaging behaviors, then we can move into a more productive and a more harmonious life. And so what I will help you with initially is to determine your intent. Why do you want to come? What do you want to achieve? And sometimes people don't know. They just know that something's not right, or they just know that they haven't been the same since blank. Um, maybe it was a loss of a loved one. Maybe it was abuse. Um, it, it could be, it could be a lot of different things. But once I talk with them for a little while, I start to get an idea of where they might be. And then as they're here, then we make an intention. And then we do a ceremony that we go through. And, uh, and what I do is I help form a bridge between the seen and the unseen worlds to help you um, break down any of those barriers that have been caused by emotional um, repression that you caused to be come stuck in you. Um, anything where you've had a trauma so bad that a, a a part of your soul just disassociates and just breaks off and stays trapped in that time space or that timeline. And so that's why you can't heal. For example, if it's, uh, if it's an abuse type of thing, a piece of you is, is still back in that abuse situation. And all the talk therapy in the world is not going to heal that piece because that piece is not present with you to to be healed and so as i bring those those pieces back and as we go through agreements we've made um that we've been taught that we didn't ask for um and and help replace those with new and healthy um agreements and new and healthy patterns when we finish the ceremony um then the person is now free to live in that new way with new healing and the life force energy that had been stripped off of them or that had been blocked is now replaced and put in balance. So my biggest goal is to balance you spiritually and physically. If we're out of balance with our, and we're only concentrating in our physical world, then we're out of balance. If we're only concentrating on the spiritual realm, the la-la land, then we're out of balance with our physical world. And so my goal is to bring the spiritual and the physical into right alignment. Very good. And I know that I came to you and had my runes read, and maybe some of our listeners don't even know what runes are. Do you, do you want to explain some of the sure. tools I, that you I, use? I, I, would, I would love to talk a little bit about, about rune reading. If this is an ancient art. Um, the energy of each rune um, ha has continuously vibrated throughout the universe for all of time. Um, they are considered like the seed sounds um, in the same way, and each rune carries a specific um, meaning of the specific energy that's behind it. And, and so it's a really powerful tool that you can use to help understand what's going on within you and the world that's surrounding you. And runes are about looking inside of yourself, looking at your own soul 
to see what's there and what's been blocking you. Um, and as you, what I do is I use medicine wheel and I use a runic wheel. And the rune um, wheel is based on a Nordic cosmology of the world tree and the nine uh, worlds. And each of those represent a part of yourself. And as you place yourself in the center of that and we lay the runes all around you in each direction, we can see where you have blockages, where things are stopping you and where energies are working against you. And then we can also see where the energies are working for you. And by doing that, we can um, open our minds to see solutions to the problems that we're facing. And rune reading isn't so much about future telling or um, divination, although it, although it is in a way, but we have to remember that our future hasn't happened yet. We live in the ever-changing present moment. And we have the choice to what we weave into our past and what we put into our past by the choices we make in the present. But then as we weave those into the past, into our past, that creates our future options. And so it's a very powerful tool to see what energies are working for you, what energies are working against you. And the goal also in this, for me, my only goal is self-empowerment and giving you the confidence that you need to let go of your past, follow your destiny, move forward, move into just a more happy and a more peaceful life. Very good. So That's wonderful. Uh, yeah, we love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love the runes. Um, I just think that they are so insightful they help us to really look inside and really start to analyze the situations that are going on around us and also point us in a direction to make positive changes that's great so when um somebody wants that reading is it better to do it in person can't with this you know social distancing i'm i'm sure mm -hmm. you're you're struggling having mm -hmm. distance but is is it sure Actually, with, with this kind of healing, um, it's really nice because there is no time, space, or distance in this kind of healing or working with the rooms. So doing a remote session is is 100% the same as doing it in person. So even when um, people are just can't travel to me, I have clients all over the world. I have people in Vietnam, Iraq, Sri Lanka. Um, Dubai, Australia. Um, so it's really nice because you don't have to be physically in my space right here. So what happens with that is that, um, we can do all, all I really need is a picture of you, your birth date and, um, your intention and a time. But what I really like to do most is just do it via video like we're doing right now so um you can get a hold of me we'll do it exactly like you were right here in the room with me and um it it does it it's just the same very That's good great. so um 
How did all these people all over the planet find out about you? So um, I have um, my one of my mentors. He ha has started to get really busy. And so he has, and he knows that because I did part of my training and because I do so much distance work that I'm very, very comfortable with it. And so he has um, um, sent me referrals from people all over the world. And then from them, I have, they have given me referrals to other people. Um, and so that's how that part of it has happened. Also, people that run onto my webpage from who knows where um, will contact me from my webpage and we'll go from there. Um, um, some word of mouth is now finally getting out there, which is really nice. But I, I did go, I did help with a, a shamanic retreat um, last summer and I met a group of people from Australia there and from other parts of the world. And so that's part of where it came from also. So is there a really odd experience that you can share with us? Like one that um, maybe took a little bit longer or is kind of different? Well, well I can tell you about myself. Okay. I, because to me, this is probably the most profound sh shamanic uh, thing that's happened to me is really with myself. So if you look at my website, you can read my story. But I went through six years of severe um, abuse, um, spousal abuse. I was stabbed. I was beaten. I was choked. Um, uh, uh, I had a gun held to my head several times and with a trigger pulled. Um, with the promise of a real bullet the next time. And I was so, when I finally got out of it, I won't go into that whole story, but then I, then I was able to go on and go to PA school and do all these kids, and I was married, and I had my kids, and I just worked through all of that and got into medicine where I wanted to be. But throughout that whole time, I, I couldn't figure out how I – from a good background and educated could end up um, going through this time of abuse and not want and not being able to escape from it. And time went by, I went to counselors, I went to ropes courses, I went to all these different things. I read a lot of books and uh, people just kept saying, Oh, well, you know, time will, time will help you heal. Um, you're not around it anymore, but I could never, ever get rid of it. I could never get rid of this, this feeling that I wasn't worth anything. And um, finally, I did go to a shamanic healer, and I had one session that showed me the agreements that I had made um, in my past that allowed this to happen to me. And when he removed those agreements and removed those blockages and protected me energetically from this person who was still stalking me, um, um, I, my, my heart was pounding during the session and I was scared. But when I was done, I came out a new person. 
I walked out of there a new person. And I said to my husband, I said, my husband now, who is a wonderful man, <laughs> great guy, 24 years had my back and everything. But um, from that moment forward, I have not allowed that back into my life. And I was never able to get over it um, mm -hmm. prior to that with all of the Western medicine techniques and all of the things I knew how to do. And with one shamanic healing, I was healed from that trauma of my past and able to move forward on my path, on my true path. And um, all of us who, who practice any of this, this type of medicine, we know that our number one thing, a, pers a person client is ourselves. And we must do our own self-work in order to be balanced to help other people. But I would say that, you know, personally, that is my, you know, number one experience and you know probably in my other other things i probably like to i, I keep my sessions really private so i don't want to you know um ruin any of that confidentiality oh yeah and but your story is just amazing that you overcame that for oh, sure I, I do have a story that i can think of that just came to mind um okay. i had a, a lady contact me and and she told me that um, that some some people she was from another country that some people had placed a curse on her, and she actually showed me this little figurine that they had placed in front of their house in their in their little garden, and. Um, I, I did the session with her and we went through the whole thing and I, I can't tell you the details of that, but I will tell you that she contacted me a week later and one of the perpetrators of that, that bad energetic thing that they did to her, um, was caught in the parking lot where she worked trying to rape another person and was taken to jail and prosecuted for other crimes also so I thought that was and she had felt that she was not protected from him and she felt like the healing and what we did during the healing um, corresponded to what had happened to him I don't know if that's true I don't know but <laughs> it was a very interesting to get that call back from her Wow, because it maybe if she hadn't have gone through that session, she might he might have hurt her. Yeah, in her he, parking lot. Yeah, who who knows? Mm -hmm. But that was very interesting. I wish I could share more details of that with you. Oh, it no. was very very interesting, <laughs> very very creepy. So yeah, that's that's very interesting. Definitely. Um, so you, you talk about overcoming your family not understanding. What were some of the the things that you tried to get them to be open-minded about? Is there any, like, uh, resources or tools that you tried to help them understand? I have tried to um, show them that <clears throat> many, all indigenous societies, including white people, um, we all have a background where we use ancient, um, where ancient techniques like these were used for healing. And 
you know, even even remnants of it that you see, you know, when you fall up off a horse, you've got to get right back on it. Um, most of these um, old, older um, healing ways were all about dealing with the issues really soon, within three days of when they occur. Well, what happens with us in our society is we don't deal with things for years and years, years and years. They build up with and create all kinds of blockages and intrusions within us. And so I tried basically to get people to understand that, number one, this is not a religion. I have not turned away from all of my, um, you know, religious upbringing. And I think that a lot of people were afraid of that. And, um, and I also, um, wanted to let people know that it, that, that, you know, when we use, um, the elements of the earth and the sky, um, and the energies that surround us from our physical world, that we're not doing anything that is against our personal religious beliefs. Um, and I think that people who, you know, who are open to that are able to see that. And then there are people who are not open to that, no matter what you say, um, they're, they're on their, you know, their focus and they're not going to be swayed from that focus. So I don't try to influence those people anymore. I used to think that I needed to do that. Like I needed to show people. And now I let those people come to me and ask questions and then I can go from there. The other thing that I use, um, or that is a very, very non-threatening technique is, is the, the medicine that we get from medicine wheel, from using the wheel. Because that, um, we can talk about our life cycles. And I, and if I say to you, you know, where are you at right now on the medicine wheel? If, if East is, you know, birth and new beginnings and South is growing your seeds and planting them and watering them and West is harvest and North is the winter and, you know, the end of a cycle. Where are you in that? And I'll, I, I can take anyone from a mom who's got a child um, uh, going away to college or serving a foreign mission and say, where, you know, where are you that on this wheel? And they pick it up right here. Well, I'm at the end. I am an empty nester and I'm suffering and I'm in the darkness and I can help them move through that cycle and show them. And so I think the medicine wheel um, balancing is the uh, one thing that is very, very non-threatening and most people can relate to. Um, the other thing I've come in contact with is people who say, oh, um, you have no right to this medicine. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't passed down to you. It, you're, you don't belong to a tribe that you were selected to speak for the tribe. And I said, I said, well, yes, I'm not part of a tribe. I don't perform the tribal medicine woman, shaman person for the tribe. I'm not telling people when to plant their plants. Um, but all of us have a history. All of us have DNA within us passed down from many, 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 many generations um, that give us the connection to our roots. And the connection to our roots um, 
um, provides us with this medicine. This medicine, this, this healing is available to everybody. I think that's great. That's really great. Um, my husband's family is actually Native American, so it's really good to hear that, that not only Native Americans can have, you know, this kind of healing. So I think that's really powerful. Every tradition, you know, I don't, I don't take traditions from other cultures, but the healing itself is, is universal. And each culture practices their healing ceremonies in different ways. And, um, and in different traditions, and they use different um, symbols and different metaphors. That's awesome. So, um, I, so it's, so you retired from being a PA, is that true? And then yeah. began, began your business journey. Um, it sounds like you're pretty tech savvy. Do you, do you have well, any tools that can help I, other people? I, I, um, I wouldn't call myself tech savvy, but I'm not afraid to try. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I'm not afraid to mess around with it until I figure it out. And when I decided to, um, to make this a, a, a business, um, one of the reasons that I did that is just because I've always worked as a professional. In, in a professional field, and I and I give this medicine the same respect of um, working in it professionally with a legitimate um, small business with an LLC. And um, I first decided to do that and to figure out how to what do I need to do to get a business license. So I went to the business to to the um, city office. And um, got the application, and they referred me to the Business Resource Center. And they said, oh, yeah, it's free. You know, you can go there. And I did go there. And I'm telling you, they helped me from beginning to end to set this up and walk me through the steps and encourage me all along the way. So if you don't know how to do something, find somebody who does, who's willing <laughs> to show you. And, and let them help you um, put it into action. That's great. Um, Is there a, a particular book that you're reading now that you really enjoy or, or a particular book that has made an impact on you? I, I read everything I can get my hands on that has to do with runes. And some of those are just a bunch of new age bluff. <laughs> and so I'm always looking for the historical um, um, archaeology, anthropology, all of those, the language philology, which is the study of language. And, and so I'm always researching those. Um, one of the books that I've read recently is called Dancing with the Wheel. And and because everything I do personally is about balance and about the medicine wheel um, in the background for balancing, um, this uh, kind of took that to another level with um, each step as we go around all of the directions of the wheel. Um, I think that, you know, that is um, 
if we can if we can get ourselves into a good balance and right alignment with all living things and all living creatures then we are going to be in right alignment with spirit and physical and i could tell you a story about my medicine wheel oh please um, when i was doing my apprenticeship um I, I've always liked the medicine well, and I decided to build a medicine well in my yard. And my husband helped me do that. And my next class that I was coming up on, he started talking about the medicine well. And I said, oh, look what I just did. I, I built this medicine well. And he's like, that's, that's really good. Now, you know, journey to the medicine well. Go, go through the teachings of the medicine well. And he gave me a lot of assignments and things that I needed to do with that. And I painted um, this big rock and I thought that it looked like a mountain lion. And so I painted a mountain lion on it. And I also painted a, you know, a, an eagle and a bear and some different things kind of to represent the different elements. And I, my, my husband helped me carry it out and I put it out um, by my medicine wheel. And we live on the edge of town, and so behind us is a big field. And, and so the next morning when I got up, I was looking out the window, and I saw a mountain lion in the field back there. And so I ran outside, and I got on my medicine wheel, and I watched her. She was far enough away. I didn't feel in danger, you know. Uh, but I, I was able to watch her and play my flute out there. And so I felt like that was um, a, a very early reinforcement of the fact that, that I am supposed to do this medicine. And when I told my, um, my, my teacher, my mentor about it, he's like, definitely, that's not a normal thing that happens. When those things happen, that is, um, that is, it's, it's sort of letting you know that you're in right alignment, that the, the spirit world is there to help you along your path. So I've had that encounter with, um, with the mountain lion. And then I also had an account, encounter when I was 15 with black bear. And um, I look back on that now and I see how that relates to my life today. And many of us, if you start thinking about it, have had an encounter with an animal either in a dream or in real life. And a lot of times they're, they, they come to you for a reason and they give you power and strength and um, um, remind you of the attributes that you have within yourselves that are similar to their attributes. So do you feel like your animal, your totem animal is a mountain lion? Um, it's one of them. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot of times you don't, you don't really tell people what your, what your power animal right. is right. or your spirit animal is. Um, and, and you, you share, you share that only with specific people, but I can, that's another, that's one thing that I do also is power animal retrieval. If anyone is interested in that. Well, that's great. Um, do you have any goals for the next few months or the next year? I know right now it's pretty fluid, but any business goals to try to grow? I, I do have 
Um, I do have goals. My my first goal was to um, take take my my clients the next step beyond personal acquaintances to family members to then to their personal acquaintances then to generic people who just find me not because they um, were referred to me by somebody but they just are you know looking on the internet or run onto my website or find me on Google my business and so I have had in the last couple of months two people come to me that literally had no other contact with me other than Google my business and so I feel like it has finally starting to reach those those rings that are beyond just my personal acquaintances and of course I want that to grow but I am retired I I am not going to um, um, schedule myself like an office I, I refuse to do that <laughs> all of my appointments are uh, all of my all of my sessions are by appointment we make an appointment that works for you and that works for me and um, and and so I'm very flexible in that and so my goal is to be steady but I do I, I do not want to be overly busy with it I want to have space I want to hold the space for each client that comes so that they feel special and I'm not I'm not rushed or hurried or stressed out about anything. I, I love well, this work. I want and, to and sometimes the kind of work you're doing is emotionally um, tiring. You could get worn out. Yeah, I can get, um, you know, mostly since I don't absorb it. Um, I, I don't, um, and I don't carry the person's um, issues within myself, but I want to be fresh for them. I want to be all about them. I don't want to just be coming out of another session and going into to one with another person. Um, I don't want to carry, you know, somebody else's stuff, energy, you know, uh, from the day into that. So, um, in order to get people to your website and on your your email list, uh, what, what is your website? It's peaceweaverspiritmedicine.com. So it's uh, the, the name of my business is Peace Weaver Spirit Medicine. And um, I've always been the peacemaker. And that's how that name came to me. I've always been the go-between. I've always been the mediator. I've always been the one to to try to get people together and to um, work out their differences. And, and so everyone said, Oh, that's way too long. Don't do that. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but that's what it is. And, and so you only have to type it once and then it'll pop up on your screen for you, but it's peaceweaverspiritmedicine.com. And my email is peaceweaverspiritmedicine at gmail.com. <laughs> So it's nice and long, both of them, but they'll both they'll both get you there. If you go to my website or um, Google My Business, there's a phone number on there also, and all the information is on there. Great. And uh, if they go to your website, and is there a way for them to sign up for your um, email list, like to get you do newsletter or something like that? 
there is there is a way to click to follow my web page. Um, I don't send out a newsletter and I don't blog you. You know, I don't like, you know, send a lot of stuff out. I might send, I might start trying to do a little bit of that in the future. But also when you go on there, there's a place contact me and you can click on that and just let me know just a real brief sentence what you're interested in. And, um, and then I will get right back to you or you can text me. My phone number is on the website. Um, so you can text me or email me and I'll get back with you and we'll set up a time that works. That sounds fantastic. Jen, do you have any more questions? Um, no, not that I can think of. Um, maybe, maybe just one more. So, um, have you seen any influx of people needing your services during this uh, COVID-19 um, or I, maybe after, are you expecting people afterwards? I have not noticed it during, and it's not because I don't think there are people who need it. I think people are really worried about their finances and I think they're worried about um, other, other things right now. Um, so I haven't seen more people. Interesting. I hope that it will, you know, grow as we work through this. And I definitely can help people with their fears while they are going through it and anything that may come up during it or after it. Yeah, it's kind of a, an odd time right now. It is. It's very strange time. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Well, that's great. I'm, I'm glad maybe our listeners, someone can reach out from here. <laughs> sure. I'd be happy to talk to anybody, you know, and usually I end up talking with, with them on the phone or on um, a video chat and helping them decide, you know, whether or not it's the right fit or they feel like it's the right fit. Great. Well, we really appreciate you being on our show today. And uh, Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. It's been an honor. And uh, we'll be putting all of her information and so you can reach out to her and, and uh, um, write her or email her and, and uh, just chit chat about what issues you may have. It, it really is helpful. Yeah. Thank so, you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you. I think that was great. And if anybody has any other questions uh, for me, they can get in touch with me. I'm happy to talk with people and answer their questions too. Perfect. All right. You guys have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. For blog posts, business tips, and more, visit the Two Biz Chicks website at twobizchicks.com.